Luke 24. Luke says that in verse 52, they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. The disciples, even after the day of Pentecost, still went to the temple. We know that from Acts chapter 3 because Peter and John are on the way up to the temple when they see the guy at the gate and they minister to him and he's healed. So there was a time following the death of Christ and the resurrection that they still went to the temple. Now, the temple was the place of worship in Jerusalem. They had regularly scheduled types of worship there, and the believers were admonished and taught to go there and worship regularly. Now, as you get on into the book of Acts, something happened, though. Persecution. Persecution set in, and the Christians were no longer welcome in the temple. They were no longer welcome there. There came a division between Judaism and Christianity. Beloved, there comes in your life, if you are a religious person, if you are a good moral person, there comes a time in your Christian experience, if it doesn't come early, it will come, when there will be a division. You will be faced with a decision to continue to follow Christ or to back into the old traditions, to back into the old ways, to satisfy those who are either family or peer. That time will come, and you may experience persecution. You may experience opposition. But I want to tell you now, right there is where you'll grow strong. If you'll stand your ground, if you'll say, I know I have been saved, I know I've been born again, I believe what the Bible says, I'm going to follow the Bible teachings. If that disagrees with your traditions or your religion, then I'm still going to follow what the Bible says. Now that is a difficult thing. Many of you have been Christians a long time. You've already done that. You've already passed that. But do you know that even in your years of experience, there will come times when you're faced with what somebody says as a tradition and what the Word of God says. Some of you come out of backgrounds where they did not believe in the baptism in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. You had the experience, and then you had to make a decision. Will I continue to believe this and continue to hold on to this, or will I back off on it in order to you know, make somebody happy? One thing you notice about the believers in the New Testament book of Acts is that they would not back off on the full gospel, the resurrected Christ, the baptism in the Holy Spirit, divine healings, miracles, signs and wonders, and the second coming of Christ. They would not back off on that. Now, folks, it is a pattern in our culture today to ridicule, to criticize, to ostracize people that are different. If you're in the majority, if you're in the majority, then you're okay. But if you happen to be the minority, you've got to struggle. And right now, in this community anyway, you Pentecostals are in the minority. Did you know that? <laughs> Great revelation here tonight. You're in the minority in terms of numbers. You're in the minority if you believe in being born again. There are many people who say, I believe in God. But when you question them about do you believe in being radically saved, born again, a new nature, they start hedging their bets. They start backing up. Well, I was baptized, I was confirmed, or I'm a church member, etc. Radical Christianity. Somebody tell me what the word radical means. <laughs> Somebody studied their dictionary. Has anybody ever called you a radical? Has anybody ever called you a um, fanatic? Have they? Did you take offense? Were you bothered? Were you upset? You shouldn't have been. They just complimented you. Because, you see, that's what they said about the Christians of the book of Acts, the New Testament Christians. They said they're fanatics. We don't want them in our church anymore. They said, may we invite you out? And they weren't talking about dinner. Don't come. 
Bye. You know, stay home. We don't want you. We don't need you. We don't like you. Your doctrine and our doctrine won't work. How many of you have ever had that experience? Your doctrine and our doctrine won't work. And so the disciples had to blaze a new trail. They had to start without any buildings to assemble in, without any ordained priests. They had to formulate, based on the teachings of Jesus Christ, a whole new system. We don't really appreciate that today because here we are nearly 2,000 years later and 2,000 years of tradition, some of which is not good. Some of that 2,000 years we've spent the last three or 400 years trying to undo because it was done wrong. But we don't really appreciate what it is starting from scratch.